0: Hello, my sacred ones. This is a completely off the rails episode of the Sacred Sutra podcast because today I'm talking about psychedelics. So, before we get into that, I just want to put out a disclaimer. I did all these plant medicines where it's legal, as they say in my country, I take in front before front take me. So I just wanted to make it really clear that everything was done legally and I'm not a doctor nor am I a shaman. All these are just my experiences and my stories that I want to share with you guys. Make whatever you want out of this episode. It's just going to be trippy and fun and a conscious exploration of my spiritual experiences on psychedelics. And I do believe that psychedelics are important to your spiritual journey. Because if you've never done them, then you don't know what an experience is like. And scientifically, psychedelics don't really do anything that your brain isn't already capable of doing. But what it actually does is it quiets the ego parts of your brain. The ego is responsible for the identity part of you, the separation part of you from everything and all consciousness. I definitely don't believe in demonizing the ego. The ego is very important for us to accomplish our personal missions in this lifetime. But it's also responsible for us forgetting that we are part of the illusion and that separation is an illusion and we are all connected and part of the collective and that unconditional love is really the only thing that exists. Also with psychedelics, it's Not necessarily party drugs, it's not what you do in order to like have a good time. You need to be in the right setting and you need to set the right intention. Those things are very important for you to have a fulfilling experience. Psychedelics are not only great for the spiritual journey, it also helps with anxiety and depression, addiction, obsessive thoughts that are destructive or any thought patterns that are constantly replayed by the ego over and over again. What psychedelics do is they separate the esoteric self from the egoic self to give you an understanding and help you fundamentally change your perspective on your life. Just make sure that you're doing them under the right supervision and in the correct dosage because large amounts can make things go very very wrong. You want to make sure that the amount that you're taking is correct. But I do believe it is important for everybody at least once in their life to experience what it's like for the ego to be dissolved. And I think that experience helps you open up so many possibilities. Okay, let's get to the fun part. Story number one. So my mom, who is a legit gangster, she made edibles for our entire family. And we were having a gathering. So she took it first, and she was fully tripping before we even got to the family gathering. And I decided to take it a little ways into the gathering, and I only took half of a cupcake because she made cupcakes. And I don't know if she knew how much was supposed to be in a cupcake, but anyway. So I had half the cupcake, and... I didn't really feel anything that much so I was like okay a half an hour after I'll take the other one. Took the other one and then I fully started to trip but luckily I was tripping at the end of this family gathering and several of my cousins and my aunts and one of my uncles were all on it so we were tripping as a family and By the time we were getting ready to leave, I realized that I am fully in the middle of it. I was happy. I was smiling. It was going to be a really good trip. So we are all heading out to the exit and my aunt gets really, really sick. She has vertigo, so she didn't really mesh well with it and it made her really, really sick. So she started to throw up and we're all standing in the driveway watching her throw up and while I'm standing there everything slows down as it does while you're tripping and I see how my psychic abilities work. Now it happens so fast on like a regular basis that I'm standing there and I'm seeing myself project my energy into the energy of other people around me because we're all standing in this driveway and I'm and I'm hearing the thoughts of other people and everyone feeling bad and being worried and like specific thoughts about what's going on with everyone but I'm seeing myself project my energy into another person and then come back out and into me and because time is slowed down I am really like understanding how my psychic abilities work so we get into the car my aunt's fine by the way we get into the car and we head home and now I'm in somewhat of the paranoia stage of the trip and I start having a, a past life realization about my family that is completely insane and then i am worried that i am in a different dimension and what if i'm in the wrong timeline because now you're so suddenly aware that there are different timeline versions of you and i'm there like i don't know if i'm in the right timeline What if when I get out of this car, I walk into my house and I'm in the wrong timeline? And then I start to put markers of, well, if I walk through the door, I'm going to see X, Y and Z. And that means I'm in the right timeline. Please, God, let me see my cats and my grandmom. Please let me see that because that means I'm in the right timeline. I walk through the door. I see my grandmother and I'm like, yes, I made it back to the right timeline. I go upstairs. I'm fully like in fucking paranoia. And my cat is just there like, what the fuck is going on with you? He has seizures. So he unfortunately had a seizure in that moment. And I'm like, I can't even like help him to the extent that I usually help him because I'm in a full trip and I still feel guilty for that but he's so sweet and he's awesome the next morning he came up to me and he's like no I'm I'm good I'm good it was all right don't worry and that is my weed psychedelic story so this next time I did mushrooms But I didn't do mushrooms to the point of giving me a psychedelic breakthrough. I just did it to see what it was like. And I did one gram, which isn't a lot. It's a microdose. And honestly, it was such a fantastic feeling being on mushrooms. You just get so sensitive and everything just feels so delicious. And you just want to like melts into everything and just feel everything and I'm very very happy that I did a small dose my first time on mushrooms so I know the the fun parts of doing mushrooms. Um, also that feeling that really happy delicious feeling stays with you for about a week and It's something that I highly recommend if you suffer with anxiety and depression because when you microdose mushrooms, you could really live in a wonderful place and you don't have to rely on those constant negative reinforcing feelings that you tend to put yourself through every fucking day. I think the next time I do shrooms, I will do a larger dose and then work my way up to doing like a full like psychedelic-y trip. But the experience that I did have with mushrooms was wonderful and it's something that I will 100% do again. The next story is my DMT story and uh, this one is full balls to the wall tripping so i've always wanted to do dmt and the experiences that i could have had i did not feel safe with the individual that i was going to have it with so i waited and thank god i did because I finally found a facilitator that I felt like knew what he was doing. And I felt like i it's time for me to do it. So found a facilitator. I don't really do like much research or diving into it. Because I don't want anything, my experience to be hindered by any outside experiences. I just went into it. Knowing that I was ready, setting an intention and uh, just went, fuck it, I'm doing it. So the facilitator gets there. I'm supposed to have a friend with me. My friends couldn't make it and it's just me and a facilitator. We begin with me learning how to even take a DMT because you have to smoke it and honestly... I'm not a smoker so it's it's not something that comes naturally to me so I inhale this DMT and I feel this euphoric like everything is just love but that feeling is coming from deep within me and my guides are telling me remember this feeling because this feeling comes from within you you do not need to take any drugs or anything it is always inside of you just remember how it feels and that was the first trip that we did and i was like holy shit this is amazing the second time i go into this temple looking space and there are these like fun cartoon-like entities that are just running all over the place and the energy feels really fun and really playful and really really nice and I kind of go in and out of it and then I come out of it. Now after the second time and I'm coming out of it my facilitator decides to give me something called Syrian Rue. And it's like an African, Middle Eastern, Indian kind of ayahuasca plant. And while I'm sitting there, having this plant in my mouth for like 15 minutes, my I can't even explain what it is, but it was like there is this inner Devi. Devi is a goddess in Hinduism. It was like this inner Davy was sitting inside of me and she rises up. Now I'm, I'm in between trips, so like I'm sober and I'm fine. She rises up inside of me. She looks to my facilitator and she's like, not fucking this. And I am like, am I tripping still or what the fuck is happening here? She says, swallow it. Do not continue to have this thing in your mouth. Swallow it now. I swallow the Syrian roux. And I tell my facilitator, hey, I swallowed it. He asked me why. And I said, I don't know because I'm processing what just happened with the fact that a Devi literally came out of me. I tell him, I don't know why I swallowed that. He's like, well, I really want to give you like any more. It's, you know, you already took a dose. Um, maybe I could give you like a little bit more and you could like hold it on your tongue for the rest of the time. And I go, sure, fine, because I fully can't comprehend what is going on with me. So I take the rest of the serene room. We sit down for the third trip of me on DMT. I take lots of inhales of DMT and I fully leave this dimension. I am now in a prism, a prism that is now folding onto itself. So all I can explain it as as I feel like everything is collapsing onto itself. And I'm in this prism of like colors. And I start to see if you've ever seen like aboriginal Paintings is like these dot paintings of like animals. I've n- I've never really like put much thought into those paintings, but I start to see those paintings within this prism, and I start to see this animal staring at me while we're in this prism, and I'm just there like, okay, I remember the animal. I'm seeing the animal now. While all this is happening, I notice an entity that is behind my facilitator. This entity does not feel very pleasant. I did not like this entity. And all of a sudden, I start to feel like this entity is about to trap my soul. My facilitator is here to trap my soul. And that is what is going on. I need to get the fuck out of this trip because Fuck no to that. Nobody is going to take my fucking soul. Not me and this shit. I start to come out. My facilitator realizes that like I something's going wrong. He steps away and he starts to like talk to me to calm me down. Ask me what is happening. I don't reply because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on myself. He realizes that I'm not having a great experience. He waits until I'm like fully, fully sober and fully okay and he leaves. Now I'm here trying to process what just happened to me. I realize that I just have a feeling of unsafety that I need to deal with. And also what the fuck just happened on my trip? I call my friend who was on his way to see me and he calls another friend who does a lot of DMT trips so understands what the world is like. He's like, give this other friend a call. I give that friend a call and he fully explains to me that that is normal. These are normal experiences. They are just parts of the ego that you need to deal with. I go, okay, I feel much better about my experience. Days after, I'm ready to talk about my experience to my facilitator. So I give him a call and I start telling him that I'm really happy that my experience was scary and that it wasn't all great and it wasn't like how other people describe it, of it being like everything's love and magical. Because I think if it was that experience... I would have wanted to spend time in that place. I would have wanted to go to back to that place so often. And I think mentally, I hit the reject button all the time. And I tell myself that I don't want to be on this earth. I don't want to be having this experience. And that experience on DMT scared the shit out of me to the point where I... I now have such a great appreciation for my life and for this experience that it's very, very hard for me to press the mental eject button. After integrating all the parts of the experience that was happening, I still didn't understand like what the fuck that entity was. What did that entity want with me? I didn't align with the uh, the agenda of that entity. So we start to talk about the Syrian rule, and I told him, I said, my guides d- would, did not want me to take whatever that was, and he says, yeah, it's a very masculine energy. And what happened was the divine feminine that lies inside of me did not align with the energy and the agenda of that plant. And yes, plants do have agendas. They do have a personality. And I was just not lining up with that plant specifically. And my guides knowing this, They just wanted to protect me from the experience of that plant itself. Now, I had another realization. Days after I come out of this trip, I realized there was an animal that kept showing itself to me. What was that animal? Because I couldn't place the face of the animal. I just kept seeing its face. It looked slightly familiar. But I honestly didn't know what animal it was. And all of a sudden the word badger comes into my head and I Google Badger animal. And the face that I was seeing in my trip was the face of a badger. Badgers are not common to my country, it's not a popular animal, so I have no clue how I even know what a fucking badger is. I google what is the symbolism of a badger and it comes up as tenacity, security, and gratitude. But what really like shifted me was this line that says, "...the badger imparts persistence, determination, and endurance." Badgers also give mental energy and fighting spirit. It would rather die than give up. So badges teach us how to stick to a project and see it true to completion. And if anybody knows me and knows my personality, I have actually said many times, I would rather die than give up. If that doesn't fucking blow your mind, then I have no idea what will because it blew mine. And my experience with DMT has just profoundly changed me and changed who I am as a person and how I see myself and I see others. Even though it was extremely terrifying within the last experience that I had, it still impacted me greatly and it still shifted the things that needed to be shifted in my life. And that is what spirit drugs do. They shift what needs to be shifted in your life. I know it's not how I usually do an episode, but I thought it was also important to share my spiritual experience and my spiritual journey with you. If you have any of your own experiences that you would like to share with me, you can find me on Instagram at IamSavinaLeo and I will talk to you guys next time.